Well, hi, I'm Rick Dancer. But you already knew that because my name is on the show. And so if you didn't know that, that means you're new. And so I just have to warn you. When it says get real, we do. <laughs> and sometimes sometimes you, there's some expletives that come out, but we just call them adjectives. Um, but tonight, I don't think there's a lot of adjective coming out on this show. Um, we're going to do something really fun for you. Um, BS Free MD, Tim and May, they're doctors. Uh, they're out of Oregon. Well, they're in Oregon right now, but hoping to get out of Oregon. <laughs> and uh, they do a podcast and uh, it's really fun. And people, once you listen to it, they really like it because they give you all kinds of information. Most of a lot of it's medical. Um, but it's, it's stuff that's, it's, it's what we used to call them the business news you can use. And so tonight they're going to do their show with a guest. Um, and we're talking about healthy living and lifestyle changes, things you can do. Um, I was listening to a podcast the other day about this, and it really is helpful when you have people that are experts and kind of know things like easy ways to do things. Um, I think I, I love it. I was listening to a psychiatrist, you guys, and he was talking about like, when people are angry online and how they're doing everything. And it's like, so it's caused me to not be engaging because he's saying that's their problem, not yours. These are, this is like childhood trauma. And I mean, it was, a, there's a lot more to it, but now I'm sitting here and somebody comes on and they're going, Rick Dancer, I hate you. And I'm just going, wow, you must've been locked in the bedroom when you were a child. <laughs> we were talking about that earlier. We were doing a podcast this afternoon with a guest, a friend from New York and he it's John Matland, and he's been on our show twice. He's the one actually that was a medical x-ray. He's an x-ray tech who refused to get the vaccine. Ooh, I said the wrong word. You can say um, it. I can say it. But yeah. anyway, he long, he ended up running for state. Um, no, 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 no. He he became the, the Gandhi of every single medical, displaced medical worker in New York that didn't, that didn't want to get. Staten no, I for the entire for the entire city he's out of staten island but they he was like you can't make us wear masks you can't like the, all this stuff is complete bs yeah. and and he's hilariously funny and he's very articulate and then he just then everyone just he just became the de facto leader i mean literally it's like the life of brian where he's where brian is walking around it's like i'm so, not your messiah so he ran for congress <laughs> right? so he i was trying to say yeah, he ran for, for congress. congress not state for congress sorry and uh we were talking about that and just catching up with him running for Congress and that experience. And he was saying how and now he engages on Twitter with all these people who sling all these, you know, ins insults at him. And he's, he laughs it off because he said 80% of the time, those are probably just bots anyway, but right. he, he's saying how he got called. What did he call? It? He got called oh, human, human dog, dog shit. shit. <laughs> and human dog shit. Human how do dog you shit. Yeah. Now I, you know, uh, I, I'm, I, I saw an article today. Oh, did you hear Fauci today? No. He said, he said oh, I wish I, I should have kept this because you got, look, you both smile when I bring up his name, Dr. F. Um, it was something about we're in great peril because culture is starting to not, um, not trust science, not believe in science. And it's like, oh, my God. And who's the most who's the main person who caused that problem? Dr. F. <laughs> because I am the science. I and am. now I'll be retiring. 
You guys, I forgot, I forgot to do something really fast. You guys, our show is sponsored by BS3MD, but also Chris Daniel Family Dentistry and Dentures. They're doing dentures now. He hired a denturist so they can actually do the denture stuff. The guy's like really good at it. And, and, um, I, and I hope, I, I hope to never use, use I, him for that. But not, yeah, well, <laughs> I don't really like to do the crown thing either, but I've no. got, you no, know, I think I, I think I have, oh, maybe I have two. I might have two. I think I have one. It's because back in the day, oh, here, look what Barbara Fox calls him. Read this. Like they're friends. <laughs> the, little, the little weasel. Um, and also, you guys, um, Albert Taylor, Endless Possibilities, an organization in uh, Oregon that uh, works with people with different abilities. And they're always looking for help. And at the end of the show, I'm going to play some commercial. You can see more about who these people are, but they also help us with our show. So you guys, can I show you something? This is why we're waiting for our guest and you might want to text her again. Mm -hmm. But um, so today, I don't know if you saw, you know, we have minus 40. Look, look what I did. You're a doctor. Okay. So see right there. Mm -hmm. I think that's frostbite. Well, it would be frost nip. Frost nip. Yeah, I thought that's frost. what happened if my if my nipple was out. Well, frost nip. Yes, but I have another question, doctor. That's why you're there. Sometimes when I sweat and I have my shirts on when I'm working out, my nipples they hurt. They get they like my, I'm sitting here playing with my nipple and you can't see it, but they hurt. My nipples hurt. Do you know what that's caused from? Is that like perspirate? Look at May. She's going. I hate <laughs> men. <laughs> it's chafing. No, it really does. It's like it's like that. So anyway, that's another story. But anyway, we were out. Maybe uh, maybe you need to take um, your shirt off for what well, us to do. Actually, maybe before you do bench press and run, you should take out the rings. Uh, all right. So back to my real stuff. <laughs> so I Kathy did. and I were out there shoveling so we could get out of our driveway. And today I'm sitting here in my office and I hear this noise and I look up and there's a guy on a quad with a blade on the front. Well, watch this. Well, who, who in the heck are you? Huh? Who are you? I think we met once. We live right up there in that spot gray house. In the gray house? Yeah. Kim met you. She was at the... So why are you cleaning my yard for me? Just because I did hers and mine, and I was here and I seen on Facebook that you were shoveling. <laughs> well, I really appreciate you doing this. No problem. Oh man. So, what's your name again? Joe Condolick. Okay. And you live up there? Yeah. Kim, you met Kim, my yeah, wife, yeah. at the Lions Club. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Fall Fest. Well, God, I really appreciate you doing that yeah, for me. No problem. All right. Thanks, man. Thanks for letting me tape you too. I know that's kind of weird. No. Yeah, everybody in town is going to go. Oh my God! If you see Dancer <laughs> with a with a with his camera somewhere, he's going to come up and talk to you. But isn't that cool? No, it's I really mean, cool. Just out of the blue, um, you know. And he didn't he didn't have to come down and ask. And town saying you just do nice things for people. I was I was teasing with May, and I was saying, could you imagine in Oregon? It'd be like, okay, I've got some papers I need you to sign so you don't sue me. Um, exactly. you, know, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to shovel out your snow, 
but I want to make sure that you read lines A, B, C, and D and check F and make sure you sign your legal name and then I can, then I can take care of your yard. And here, here in Townsend, it's like, I'm going to do your yard. I don't have to ask you and you're just going to take it. <laughs> but he looks so rosy. Do you notice his nose and his cheeks? I mean, he... He looked like a little Santa out there. He was he was my Santa. So so Kathy's gonna make him um, cookies. I told his wife. I said we'll bring you some cookies, and she goes, "Oh, Joe really likes cookies." So, but, well, I mean, welcome, welcome I to. I don't know if you've ever listened to the episode "Stupid Things That We've Done." It's pretty old, probably not. But um, is this about you guys? Oh <clears throat> yes, yeah. Because believe it or not, one of our docktails. Well, believe docktails. it or not, like, wait, could one of them be to wear an orange Christmas sweater? <laughs> yes it's very so so festive uh, speaking yeah, of if you're christmas, in need of brian <laughs> yeah so so speaking and, of christmas oh, you're moving to florida that'll be perfect yeah it'll be perfect for exactly she has a naked santa no he's wearing a his his santa hat is hanging between his legs like a little i don't know third, third leg there you go that's all awesome. oh, well it. That's kind of Santa. So, so, so you know how cold it is, right? Like, you know, it's so we were in Flint, Flint, Manitoba one year and look that up and it's like the 56 parallel. So it's way up there and it's really, really cold and really dark. And we're in this 800 square foot house with almost all of May's, at least, you know, immediate family. And of course, they have to turn the temperature up in the house to almost 80 degrees. And so I'm losing my mind. I'm wait, like, wait, wait, wait. That I think that may have happened. <laughs> like high school, pre-med, somewhere in there. Anyway, yes, yeah. well, I, so, so I'm like, I have to I have to do something to kind of un unwind. So I have all these clothes and I put on like ski pants and I put on a shell and I have a, a fleece underneath it and whatnot and i figure i'll just go for a 10 mile run because like what could possibly go wrong right oh god <laughs> so i mean i run out of the town like i'm running on the highway because you know it's a small town it's a small mining community in northern manitoba and i get out about i get out five miles and then i turn around and i come back and i go you know this wasn't that bad i mean it's a little cold but you know you're getting sweaty and whatnot well i turn around and i realized that i had a five mile an hour tailwind oh so when I turned around and was running into the wind, it became a tail front wind. It became a front wind. <laughs> and it oh, almost got cold. It almost completely froze off all of my frontage. Even that? Even the happy frontage. And how I think you had to run with your um and, and literally hands down your it, pants. Yes, I had to run with my hands down my pants. And I'm like, I'm gonna have to go to the hospital. And I'm going to be like, this is going to be like a national case about this idiot doctor that literally froze his junk off because he had to get away from his in-laws. Uh, Dr. Tim, we've got That's... some good news and some bad news. <laughs> so um, he, so and he Tim knows... goes, Tim, Tim looks down like this and he goes, hey, I was bigger than that when I came in here. <laughs> no, I was going to say, he knows what frost nip is. For sure. <laughs> Let's just say. You no, know, it was, and the front of my legs, it was unbelievable. Like they were, they were the color of this god awful sweater. So our guest is running late. So tell me, yeah. So our our guest is 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 uh unable to attend, which is fine because we can 
we can cover so the subject you, exactly, but what, uh, something people, came up. What is the big problem that people like the biggest thing people, the kind of mistakes they make during the holidays, like in terms of healthy living? During the holidays? Um, probably, I would say, overindulging and just throwing in the towel on the regular habits. And that um, just extra sugar, extra alcohol, um, saying, eh, screw it. I won't keep up with my workouts because it's Christmas. Um, I was reading in an article and they said, and they said, don't, um, when you go to, like, if you're going to a party, before you go to the party, eat something, like have a sandwich, you know, because you're going to eat. And that way, when you get there, you're not going to eat as much junk because you're going to be a little bit full. If you go there thinking, I think what, what a lot of people do is they go, oh, I'm just, I'll just eat there. And then what you're eating is, you know, rich, oh, yeah. rich food and you're exactly. just going like crazy. Right. Um, I, I, I personally. Crackers and, you know, I, dip and all that stuff. I mean, the problem with the holidays in at least our tradition as Americans is it's a month. So you can yeah. do. Yeah. You know, it starts at Thanksgiving and it, you know, it, well, it's more than a month because like it six ends weeks. It, six weeks. It's six weeks. So you could do some damage in six weeks, but you can't, it, surprisingly, you can't do that much damage. It's really, and we'll, we'll get into this more. It's really the habits and the thing that's really fascinating. So, so people feel really guilty. They've had six weeks of debauchery, basically, right? So they're, they're eating whatever they want, they're drinking too much, going to parties, whatever. That's fine. I mean, there's seasons to do that. And I think it's really, unhealthy to just be totally depriving yourself all the time but then it it comes to new year's and it's like by by magic of all magics now i'm gonna i'm gonna get back on the wagon and everything's gonna be different yeah so and and this is where it gets really crazy okay this is this is much worse than what you can do to yourself in the holidays is what you can do to yourself with the new year's resolution like what like tell me well so um we had this, we have a great podcast with our guest who's Corey Lefkowitz from Redefining Strength. She was our trainer, someone I followed for a long time on um, Facebook, who I really respected. So she published something last year, and we had her come on the podcast to talk about this specifically, which was that people start off on a new program, they make a New Year's resolution, I'm going to get back in shape, I'm going to get, you know, back on the wagon. I'm going to really work out hard this year. You know, everybody hits the gym January 2nd or 3rd. And uh, a friend of ours who owns a gym, you know, it's like, yeah, everybody's in there. So there was a date, a magical date on average in which people quit. So I'm, I was trying to guess, you know, how soon, how far into it? Like, what do you think? If everybody jumps on to the gym thing and the new year's resolutions about getting fit, eating properly, cutting out crap, how far, what date do you think I, what they, I have always, what I always tease and say to people like, and because I've gone to gyms for since I was in my twenties, and I say what happens is they all come in in January right after the New Year's, and by February, um, most of those people will drop off. And I would say the second week of February would be my guess. And that's what we thought. We thought eh, six weeks. You know, usually that's what it takes to, de- to develop a habit. Is what we were always been taught and read. No, the data was published, and I think it was collected from most Fitbits, uh, Strava, which is an app, was January 17th. No, they yep. don't even. Oh, Tom says, okay, so here, first Skipper Sherman says, just got my truck back. So I'm back to the gym after four months. I feel so bad and I'm weak. So then I will get back on a healthy eating wagon. 
Right. So what blew my mind, our mind, was that literally people didn't even make it six weeks. It's by 17, 18 days in. And so we talked about that. And basically, Corey says what happens is, is the motivation is 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 incorrect because it's it's January 1st. So now I got to make all these changes and they go gung ho and you go crazy and you try to implement too many changes too quickly and none of it sticks. It would be like, for instance, something simple. If someone say you never took care of your teeth, you had no dental hygiene whatsoever. You did nothing. And you said, okay, well now you got to brush your teeth for two minutes every day. You need to floss and then you need to gargle with this rinse and um, then go to make your appointments for your dentist twice a year. Like all of a sudden that becomes so overwhelming that someone would try to do it for a day or two and like too much. Right. Same with the fitness. It's like, oh, I'm going to like give up all this food that I really like. No more treats, no alcohol. I'm going to try to get all this healthy food. I'm not used to eating. Go to the gym. I got to get a program. And then after a while, it's it's just too much and people give up. Or or, or let me put it this way. If you need to take a shower every day, (laughs) you are taking seven showers in a week okay wow you're you you know not only are you a good doctor you're a mathematician hey our son's an aerospace engineer so he got it from someplace and it's yeah i have a feeling it's to your right correct (laughs) so so at any at any rate so you're going to take seven showers in a week taking seven showers in a day does is not the same as taking a shower every day you're going to be just as stinky next saturday as if you took zero showers. And so there's a lot of people that, you know, the motivation, motivation is complete and total BS. That's the problem where you want. What you want is you want ritual. So you need a little motivation to start, but then you have to develop ritual. And if you develop ritual, then you just do it no matter what. And that's really the key. You know, people say the hardest part is just getting started. Really? That's like saying the hardest part of being married is the wedding. Right. Because if it is the wedding, you're not going to stay married for very long. Because right. the last time I checked, well, there's way harder stuff about so being married. than. I think people psycho- psychologically get ready, though. I don't know that the hardest part getting started getting started is is mean I think it's going but but i i see what you, you know what i kind of find sometimes with and i'm not putting down trainers i know some really good trainers but i think sometimes they try to be the person's motivation when it's like what you're saying it's like you you, you can't be someone else's motivation and it's like so and, and i like what you're saying because it's not much I'm not motivated <laughs> every time I go to the gym. It's, it is a ritual. It is part has been, you know, people go, how do you do that all the time? If I don't do it, I feel like I'm missing something. You know what I mean? And, and it's like, I, I, I depend on that. Um, what is that? The, the hormone, the endorphin, kick, the endorphins. Yeah, the endorphins that kick in and it's part of my mental health. And it's like, so when Kathy and I'm, I'm fortunate because I'm married to someone who's the same way. So today we were so, you know, we, there's, we belong to a gym in Helena. So then we bought this little pass so we can go a certain amount of times to the one in Townsend because it's small. So there's nobody in there. So we took the big room and we laid weights out and we made a circuit and we did a little circuit workout with each other. So keeping it mixed up too, I think routine is good, but I think sometimes if you don't mix it up, um, you, you get bored. It's like the same thing over and over again. And then I think for me also, it's Kathy and I reminding ourselves that when we go on a hike, an eight mile hike, 
we're working the same stuff. We don't feel like we sweat as much. So it's like, did we really work out? But it's like, this is why we work out. So we can hike like this and do those other things. No, I, I think, I, I th yeah, I think you just hit on the most, uh, for me at least, it's the most important. I think that's the single most important health tool is having a reason. So we interviewed somebody earlier this year, one of my former skydiving buddies, uh, Rocky Shorey. He is a personal trainer as well. And he is a very interesting guy. I mean, this guy looks like a Greek god. He is in such unbelievably good shape. So a lot like you and me. Correct. Almost yeah. almost exact copies. Like if you took the two of us and put us together, um, we would be Rocky. Correct. So Rocky, imagine that. But Rocky also has another hobby, and he does food challenges. Does what? Food challenges. So so he'll he will go for five days in the middle of August and climb five mountains in Oregon because he lives here. And then he'll go eat like six extra large pizzas in one sitting to win a food challenge. You need to look him up. He's on his handle is Kung Fu Flyer on Instagram. And no, he it's, posts his, it's, his... it's, it is absolutely staggering. And he's a trainer as like, well. Like, like he'll have, he'll, he will have five gourmet hamburgers and three milkshakes plus this massive plate of fries to win whatever food challenge. And we were like, how do you do this? And he goes, well, because I count what I eat otherwise. Like I know my macros yeah. because I've yeah. counted for so long that I know exactly where I am cal calorically. And I like to eat and I like to eat some, you know, crappy stuff. No, once we're, in not, a while. we're not, endor we're not endorsing <laughs> it. We're just saying <laughs> that. Yeah. But, but, but the, but the thing is, is his, he, he nailed it. He's, he is uh, Samoan, I guess, mm -hmm. heritage wise. And he has a lot of obesity in his family. And, what changed his life is a buddy came to Hawaii when he was living there and said, hey, let's go for this hike. And he went on all these hikes and he goes, this is really, really amazing to experience the world this way. And then he said, I need to be fit because I want to do these hikes and I want to do snowboarding and I want to you know, be an expert skydiver and I want to rock climb and I want to climb out like all the he has this super active lifestyle. And he realized the only way he was going to be successful was if he did all the fitness stuff that he had to do so he could do the stuff that really made him feel alive. Yeah. And an I think that's, that's a critical right. piece to the puzzle. Like for me, right. that's it. Now that's yeah. an extreme. To have a reason other than, because I think what happens to people is the reason is so that I can get an eight pack or the reason is so that I can look skinny in my dress or I can go to the wedding or, you know, everybody will be impressed. So it's body image stuff. And that's not healthy because I mean, I, I see this in men now a lot, like real body image issues where you're going, you know, God, you're more concerned with what you look like than than women are. And well, I think that's it. And that's not a good motivation because it can't last when you, you know, when you get into your 50s and 60s, the testosterone is going down. It gets harder and harder to keep that stuff off and you're not going to be there. So I think that's where people get guilted in. And, and I think a lot of people I've found more obese people, I, I always really respect them when they go to the gym because it's like you're coming into this place where there's a lot of people in the little cute little outfits and all this stuff. And you're walking in and going, I'm here because I want to change my life. And I love that because they're some of the hardest working people. Right. Yeah, absolutely. You know, back to the point, what you, you uh, we were talking about the motivation, N nothing in life, even aside from fitness, um, physical activity, diet and exercise, even life, um, in general, if you want to achieve anything in career, in school, 
and success. I mean, it's, there's times when it totally sucks and you're not motivated. I mean, when we went to school, medical school, do you think that we, uh, we talked about this, right. wanted to sit there and read books every Friday night and Saturday all day and Saturday night and not go out and hang out with friends that were otherwise enjoying their twenties as it bypassed us. I mean, there's, there's no, there's no test or whatever would motivate me. I'm like, this flipping sucks. I don't want to do this, but I have to, to achieve the goal. And so there's always short-term, long-term goals. And, and so it's okay to know that, yeah, sometimes it's going to suck and you're not going to want to go to the gym. I don't care if you're an Olympic athlete. There's times right. where you don't want to put in the work, but you have to just make it a routine and you have to set yourself up for success so that you just keep going well, and doing those things, even on the days you don't want to. And I back to the January 1st start date, that drives me crazy because every, any day can be your January 1st and it should be. Like, why not make it right now? Right. Like, right before Christmas. Because well, I think because there's... you set yourself up, I think, more for failure by having all these expectations yeah. that what's going to happen January. Yeah. 1st. A lot a lot of the guys in motivational inter interviewing, though, will talk because there's like the the, the, the pre-contemplative stage, the contemplative stage, the execution. And a lot of people in, in that world, which is, you know, in motivational interviewing is essentially drug and alcohol counseling. We'll, we'll talk about setting dates as actually really important. Is is that okay? I might I might still be using today, but I know by this day yeah. because it, it and and so I think that there's still utility in, in saying okay, it's going to be January first or February first or or whatever it is. I don't I don't think that that's a bad thing, but I think people also need to be prepared to fail quickly and to fail forward. That's really really powerful. Um, I know when I, when Corey trained me, started training me, which I went first, which was the, I don't know, middle of February last year, I was frustrated because my body was changing pretty significantly, but I wasn't losing any weight. And, and they're like, it's okay. And I'm like, no, it's not. This is BS. Like when I was younger, I would just run 30 miles a week and I could just shed whatever I wanted. Like this is, you know, you guys are full of it. And it's like, no, don't worry about it. It'll take care of itself. And that's exactly what happened. Right. And it was so much better to have a plan and to go slow and to have, and honestly, if I wouldn't have had somebody saying that you're doing well, I would have quit because they're like, this is just frustrating and ridiculous, but slow success over time is far more powerful and far more sustainable mm -hmm. than these people that, you know, they lose 25 pounds in a month. I'm like, no, nah, I don't see that being anything, anything that's going to be good or long-term. You know, the other thing, let's, can we talk about calories? Because I think people don't, what I've noticed with people that are, that, that come to me and say, I remember a lady came to the time and she says, you know what, I should follow you around for a day, you and your wife and see how you eat so that I can understand what I need to do. And I said, no, what you should do is hire me to follow you around and I'll take notes and tell you how you're eating. Because I think it's easy to look at other people and go, Oh, oh, so what, you know, what do you eat for lunch and what do you do like this? It's really a mindset where it's like, after doing this for so long, Kathy and I kind of know if I have, if, if, if I'm going to work out really hard and go doing this hike, cause tonight we're having pizza, but then when we have pizza, it's her homemade pizza. So we know what's on it. So I don't have a bunch of shit meat and stuff from, you know, from some garbage place. And so we know what it is. So, and, and then if I want a chocolate chip cookie, 
then I know I, I got to do a certain amount of work or I cut something else out and I'll have that chocolate chip cookie. And I don't keep track of it. You know, I mean, for some people that works to me, that's not living. I have to be able to go, but you know, I know kind of I'll have a beer and, and then I know I have this and, and, and it's kind of planning that out, but that's really hard for people because they're so used to. And, and, and I think it's getting, I think the single best thing people could do for calories is stop eating processed food. Just, just stop. Well, we did a we did an episode called The Perfect Diet, and we kind of went through that, and we went through a little bit of the exercise part. And really what it comes down to is, number one, eat real food. So, you know, I, we, we're big proponents of eating meat. Uh, you know, we interviewed one of the biggest carnivore doctors in the entire I remember, world. I remember that. I, I love that. Yeah, it was, you know, it was really interesting. Um, I'm not entirely sold, but I think a lot of what he says makes sense. But at any rate, so you're eating meat that is eating is you're eating meat that that animal ate what it was supposed to eat. Right. Okay? So cows eat grass. They don't eat corn. So you should right. eat cows that eat grass and nothing else. Chickens eat almost anything, but they need to be running around doing chicken things, not in a chicken farm being pumped full of food and hormones so that they explode in size and so so eat real food eat more protein that is really critical most people don't eat enough protein and why do you eat protein well because you want to build muscle and because it's easier to lose calories when you have food that has a high metabolic burden like protein does so So why do you want to build muscle tell people i know but can you tell people what muscle does people that's your fat burning furnace there's muscle so the more lean body mass you have in other words a higher percentage of your body that's muscle than fat the more caloric effort your body needs just to maintain its weight so so if you're 140 pounds and super super strong you're going to need more calories to maintain that than if you're all fat because that's a storage thing so, yeah, that's an excellent question. We'll get to that. And your, the, I mean, your organs, your heart is a muscle. Um, people, you know, don't think of that, but. It, but strangely, it helps. Your brain is fat. You're, I mean, you're, you need protein. This, this, for so my, many things. Does my brain look fat in this head? It's exactly. <laughs> exactly. I mean, the amino masses well, are building blocks for all like energy sources, uh, immunity. So, you guys, muscle, all of it. I just want you to know as much shit as I give you, I do actually listen to you because I started doing the fasting thing. Not because I never fast because I'm like, I'm not going to fast. But then when you explained it, you know, I have my dinner like seven or eight because because I got this show, you know, I mean, we're right. later here. <clears throat> and then I haven't been eating till I get back from the gym at noon and I have a protein shake and then I have my lunch heavy in protein tuna or something, you know, and then I'm not I'm not um, and, and I don't notice it. I'm not now sometimes on weekends, like when I've eaten like pizza or something like that, then I get up the next morning, which I've heard this is true. I'm starving for eggs or something. You know what I mean? I'm going, oh my gosh, I need more food. But during the week and when I'm working out heavily and I work out like two, two hours, two and a half sometimes, and I'm not hungry till I get home and I'm done with that. So it, it really does work. And it's, I don't, I don't even think of it as fasting. I just think, well, I'll, I'll, you know, I'm going to have a protein shake when I'm done working out. I have my cup of coffee. I go there and do my thing and, and I'm fine. And I I haven't noticed like, you know, huge changes, but I feel fine. You know what I mean? I would say it depends too on the quality and type of workouts you're doing as well. So if you were about to go for a 20 mile run in the morning, I wouldn't recommend you go fasting. 
you're going right. to need some carbs to fuel that. And so it depends on the workout that you're doing at that time. And if you're not, so then you get more specific as far as fueling what you're doing back to the, my, but, but I that, would like to we mention gotta, the we calories, answer Skipper's I'd like, question. I'd like to go back to what okay. we're talking. I want to answer Skipper's question first, if I could, May. Protein drinks, I add fruit to them. Okay, so I'm going to. I'm assuming I, they mean you're using protein powder. Is, and yeah, it, are, is protein powder or protein shakes good? Yes, I think so. But I but there is some really cruddy stuff. You have it's They the put a lot of, of processed garbage in yeah. a lot of those. We've kind of honed it down. There's only essentially two or three that we well, use that we use that i would say it depends and if you're so, using a plant-based or or a um a um way based but putting fruit in them is not the problem it's the quality of the protein the powder. quality of the protein is important yeah no i think putting fr- see this is where Mary, may and i completely disagree and this is why the podcast is entertaining is i totally disagree why would you add fruit to that why like why not just add alcohol to everything you drink you're gonna have uh, no. a way better day alcohol Wait. and fruit oh, are not you the don't same put alcohol in your protein shake? yeah oh, hold on let me write that down he yeah. might no so no but no. but fruit fruit no no sugar story. sugar is sugar i don't give no, two stinks if the sugar came from an apple a strawberry or a coca-cola sugar is sugar no and guess what no. guess what high fructose corn syrup that's what is in soda what's in fruit fructose that's where they got the name it's fructose so if you're trying to lose weight and you're trying to cut sugar don't eat right. fruit fruit is dumb it depends on the fruit okay okay so it depends may, on the fruit because may, now what okay tim you, you, now i'm gonna god i feel you're like a marriage counselor so yeah so may how are you feeling about fruit <laughs> feeling like my fruit has been attacked i feel like someone's, oh that's for like that's for tonight I feel like someone's banana is not going to be. <laughs> yeah, banana's bad. No, banana. So there you go. It's a quality of the food, right? Okay. Just the same. Pick it. Pick anything. There's good fats, bad fats. So fruit, same thing. I'm. I would say personally, and depends who you follow. And like, there's some fruits that have a lot of sugar in them. Bananas are high in sugar. Apples actually have a lot of uh, sugar. I like berries because they do have low sugar. Sugar? You like berries, but you should and- like the twigs once in a while too. <laughs> what about blueberries? Yes, blueberries pack the biggest almost punch for the caloric intake. So low calorie, high antioxidant, and they're like a superfood. You know, they're along with the broccoli and those types of things. Yeah, broccoli's so trying to kill you. Oh, you Just eat what? steak. Skipper, Skipper, you might want to yeah. get the bananas out so- of there. So, so you have to be careful with bananas just because depends on if you, because they do have a lot of glucose in them, but if whatever you're doing needs that kind of fuel, that's fine. But um, now I was going to talk about calories and because you mentioned what about calories, but but I want to settle this fruit thing. I know. I'm sorry. I'm a politician. Okay. (laughs) To the honorable member, I'm I'm going back to Canada. Honorable. If you need something sweet in your protein shake, it's better to put fruit in there than sugar. Yes. If you need something sweet to eat, it's better to have an apple than um, a candy bar. Candy bar. So from that perspective, that's fine. The problem I have, and ultimately I think Maine are probably actually agreeing. uh, This is how we agree. Is, is that, um, is that (laughs) people think that adding fruit to things makes it healthy. And it doesn't. It just makes it more calorically sugary. And so, I, I, I mean, I, I'm a weirdo. I will eat completely unsweetened, untainted 
pure whey protein mm -hmm. and just drink it because all I, I, cause I just want that when I'm done working out and I'm fasted, I want that 40 grams of protein to turn on the muscle building, you know, enzymes and go to town and that works good. And then, I, and then it's low in calories. And then if I'm still hungry, I'll have lunch later. So this is the face of a person that uses antioxidants. That's the face of a person that doesn't eat antioxidants. <laughs> that's not hair. <laughs> yeah, well, that's a different problem. But, but. It's, yes. Hey, well, did you get the bag of leg hair yet? No, thank okay. God. <laughs> if it comes in the mail, it may end up in my fire. Oh, where, I wonder what that would do in my fire. Whatever I do with it, I'll, I'll take a video for you. Okay. But yeah. I'm going to agree with Tim here. As far as carbohydrates in your diet, so we know that food is protein. That should be someone's priority because most people don't get adequate protein in their diet. We want people usually to get about 30% of their calories from um, protein in your macros. And, and you guys are big like red meat people too, aren't you? Yep. We eat a lot of fish. We eat a lot of um, not much poultry anymore just because it's so scary out there. But red meat and fish as well as, as yes. eggs, free range, pasture raised. But the carbohydrate that you're getting in your diet it should be more focused on vegetables than fruit because Tim's right. I mean, there's a lot of calories and sugar in fruit. And so to, in order to get good nutrition, antioxidants, I mean, you should be weighing more on the vegetable side. Fruit's okay, but it should be used less sparingly. That's, I agree yeah. with. Um, but but, like but to the, 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 I wanted to get this in about the calorie. We were talking about calories, calories in calories out, what kind of calories. One thing that happens a lot with people is that when they start working out, they want to lose weight. Uh, a lot of people under eat calories, believe it or not, and they cut their calorie de deficit too low. And yes, you need to drop your calories to lose weight. But if you do that too low, too fast and too long, you will train your body just to function on very limited calories. And you only do that for so long, say six or eight weeks. And then when you go back to eating kind of normally okay. appropriately your body goes oh now there's this extra food and it starts to store it like fat because it was in a deficit for so long so you have to be careful and make sure you don't under eat a lot of women are bad and known for under eating low calorie in general and if they'd actually bump up their calories and have a little bit more energy they'd start to build more muscle uh, and feel better and function better in the gym or with their fitness so Men and women can under eat in calories too much. You have to, that's a balance you have to watch. Another question here. What about oranges and lemons? Do they have a lot of sugar? Um, well, oranges do. Yeah. For sure. Well, I mean, that's lemons, why it's sweet. Lemons and limes, not so much, but, but oranges do. You can look up, um, you can Google glycemic index of food and it, they'll, they'll tell you, but oranges are up there. Uh, I know bananas are the, one of the highest and then apples. Yeah. I think it's funny because you can, you seriously, like if you, if, if there's something you really like in your diet, you can look it up and, and, and they'll oh, yeah. well, and if there's something that you really like in your diet, you shouldn't should, get rid of no, it. You should just exactly. modify it. Like, should, it's, it's like the people that stop doing dessert altogether. And it's like, you know, you're going maybe not every night, but you can't, you can't like, you know, I remember what, what, and, and this is how I used to do, you know, I, Kathy always was making cookies or something. She had, when we had kids and so I'd be at KEZI and they'd have a birthday party and they'd come in with one of those shitty Albertsons Safeway cakes, 
that are it's just lard. I mean, the frosting is literally Crisco with sugar in it. And so I'd sit back and, you know, and I wouldn't make a big deal about it, but they go someday, one, one day somebody said, how come Rick, you never eat birthday cake? You know, you never eat any of the birthday cake. And I said, well, for two reasons. One, I know my wife made chocolate chip cookies today and she makes these oatmeal cookies and I, oh my, they're to die for. And I know what's in them. And yeah, there is some sugar and stuff, but I also know what else is in them. And that cake, I know what's in it too. And I'd much rather, if I'm going to do a trade and that's what it is. So I'm still having sweets. I'm still having, but it has nuts and oatmeal and other stuff in it. Whereas this not, there's not one redeeming quality in that cake, except somewhere in there, there's probably a fake egg or something, (laughs) you know, I mean, but other than that, there's nothing. And I think it's just, you know, it's kind of like what we've talked about on other topics, question what you eat question your food. You know, if you're in the center of the grocery store, you're probably not buying the best food. Everything that's good for you is on the outside. Yeah. And if you look on the ingredients list on a box and you can't even pronounce the name of some of those chemicals in there, you shouldn't be probably eating them. I was was looking like creamer. Okay. So, so I get this. (laughs) Petroleum. No, for my coffee. No, 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 wait though. This is the, 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 give me, I, so I get this coconut creamer and it's soy, you know, this soy delicious and stuff. And it's simply seven ingredients and all of them I can pronounce and very little sugar, like it's less sugar in it, but it went up to 475 for a quart. And then I saw this oat one and it had a really natural looking container, you know, and it was made out of oat. So I bought it because it was 388, bring it home. I'm listening to a podcast talking about what's in your food and stuff. And so I pull that thing out and look, number two, fructose. I mean, number two on the organic oatmeal, you know, creamer. And I took it and I threw it away and went back and bought the 475 stuff. And I was like, but see, you can make those kind of choices. And I don't use much creamer, but it's like, I do like that creamer. And I'm not going to use coffee made or any of those hydrogenized, you know, (laughs) Hydrogenated oil. Well, you know what Joe Rogan says about oat milk. What? It's not oat milk. They don't. Oats don't have teats. (laughs) Well, well, he goes. It's just some. Have you ever milked an almond? Yeah, exactly. Have you nuts? You look up the definition of milk, and it says a creamy white substance that is from blended anything. It doesn't have to come from an animal. Yeah, well, that's just like how they changed the definition of a vaccine. It's whatever we say it is. Yeah. yeah, whatever we say it is. So you guys, we're running out of time, but let me do this. So how do people, so for, for those of you watching and, and tuning in here, this is what May and Tim do, but with a guest, but this is what they do. And you get to ask questions. You can li- look at this stuff. They'll, I'm, I'm sure you have a way for people to get a hold of you if you have questions, but it's, it's honest information and they don't, I mean, they don't have any big corporation telling them you have to say this. This is from years of experience working with people like you and me um, in a doctor's office, um, seeing the mistakes that we make and seeing the successes that we have. And um, that's what I like about what you do is you're, it's practical um, and you're, and you're both kind of weird. I mean, yes, we are. Oh, absolutely. Well, well yeah. what I what I have to say to summarize kind of what we've been talking about is um, life is going to suck. Pick your suck. That's what Corey would say or pick your pain. So do you want to just sit around and age horribly and not be able to do the things you wish you could with your grandkids or your family and hurt? Or do you want to just hurt a little bit in the gym and everything's going to be tough? So just and it's never too late, right? Never. No, no. And, and, and get a reason. Never too late. I mean, you're ne- and you're never too old. Like, look right. at how old we are. 
just keep going, do what you can oh, around see, your, your injuries or your I see old pain. people come into the gym and yep. I'm so impressed because they're in there and they, 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 re they, they, um, they get their mobility back. Not all of it. None of us do, but you start, when you start moving your arms and stuff and you see these people and they do sneakers, you know, they're in chairs, but they're, they're getting up and doing stuff. And it's like, they feel better. Your body was meant to move and, and it's, yeah. you know, to be moving. Right. One of the best Peloton trainers that the fitness thing I do can bust out more push-ups than I can. And he, and he has only one arm. <laughs> so there's no excuses. I with Swimming is so much technique. And one day I'm getting in the pool and this woman who's probably about <clears throat> 300 pounds gets in next to me. And I'm thinking, you know, you're always kind of looking who's around you and how you're swimming and stuff. And she is just kicking my ass. I mean, she is swimming like you wouldn't believe. And we get to the end and she must have seen the look on my face or she said, because she looks at me, she goes, um, and this is back in Oregon. She goes, um, Rick, just so you know, it's I swam in college. It's all technique. Um, and I was like going, I love this sport because there's other things you can fake you know, running and other stuff like that. I mean, they're really good runners. You know, they have a technique, but I'm talking with swimming. It is how efficiently you move water and it has nothing to do with you. And it's how that, but then here's this woman, 300 pounds and she's just flying by me. And I'm like going, you know, and, and that's what, that's what every person can do. It's not about how much you weigh or, or, you know, your body type or anything like that. It's how you, how it makes you feel. Um, well, it, yeah. I mean, for me, it's 100%. It, well, it's 50%. How do I feel? And 50%. How do I perform? Right. Because now I can do stuff that I couldn't do. Um, you, I haven't done in almost 10 years. Yeah. And you know, if you had one car given to you to use for your whole life, you'd take pretty darn good care of that one vehicle. Yeah. You got one body. So take care. Yeah, of you it. don't get a redo on this thing. <laughs> and once it starts going downhill, you got to work hard to get back. I, I was reading something once where it said, if you take a month off, it'll take you a month to get back to where you were. No, oh, yeah. I, as you get more fit, I don't think it takes that really as, quite as long. No, I think maybe we're starting off, but I think that as you get more fit, there's not, I hate that word. It's not muscle memory, but you, it's easier to get back. I've started over so many times with all the orthopedic injuries and surgeries I've had that it does get the more fit you are, the faster you get back to yeah, they told, they told me when I had cancer, the reason I got through it so well was because I even worked out during the treatment. Mm -hmm. um, I said, they said, are you going to do it? I said, yeah, I'm, I'm, and you know, the days I didn't feel good, I was still in there. And it was like, cause you know what, you little son of a bitch radiation, I'm going to kick your ass. <laughs> well, right. But I mean, yeah. you know, look at what, what happened with COVID. Look at who died from COVID. I right. mean, it's the survival of the fittest fit people, fit people survive everything better. That's funny. It's interesting though. Always. It will always interest me how <clears throat> nothing was ever said by Dr. Fuji or anybody about getting healthy and the best. I mean, the two things that I learned during that was vitamin D, vitamin D, vitamin D, and the healthy people are going to be a better chance of living. And most of the people who died had a comorbidity more, more, mm -hmm whatever yes. <laughs> more than one right and it's like so what we should have done and during that time instead of masking everybody up is come out with a huge expensive public relations campaign on getting america to not be fat and to, to drive down obesity that would have done more for covid than all this mask bullshit and the vaccines and all the other crap that they put out there and no not a word 
hush, not a single Michelle Obama always talking about obese kids. And here's our new campaign. Nobody says a freaking word about it. And more people probably died because they did not get healthy. Instead, they took the easy way well, out. Which was well, it all, it's, it, it's, it's all comes down to money and who's paying the bills. Exactly and right. if Coca-Cola it, or McDonald's or I'm not naming them as ones that are funding any of these drug companies either, but you know how it works. No, yeah. but it, it tastes to me like when you go to a church and you, you ask them about giving and it's like, well, as long as you give us the 10% first, we don't care where you give the rest. And that always, that always cheesed me off. I'm like, I think God just wants us to be responsible with how we share our resources. Yeah. And, but when it has to go to the mothership first, and that's what happened. It was like the mothership gets fed first. The mothership makes sure that Pfizer and Fauci and the NIH and the NIAID are happy first. Then you can get fed completely backwards. Well, you guys, thank you for taking the risk that you always do and, and, and speaking the truth. Um, I think it's becoming more vogue. And I wrote a little blog this morning about what if 2023 is really the year when we all get our voice back? Because, you know, I, and I know they're preaching things are going to get really bad and they may and they may not. I don't know. But it's like, what if we hunker down? Because I've seen more and more people who are challenging that you couldn't a year and a half ago or six months ago. And now people are starting to stand up. I mean, you guys did and I did, but we took a lot of shit for that, too. Um, and now I see other people speaking up and speaking out, especially when it comes to our health, because um, I will never put anything. I used to get the, the flu one. I don't do that anymore. I mean, I did, I went completely the opposite way and I'm not, a, I was never an anti anything, but it's like now, you know what, after having cancer, what goes in my body is super damn important. And I will decide not the government or my employer, what is going to be put into this body. Cause I've done it already. As it should be. I yeah. mean, as it should be. So where do people find you guys when you're not with me? Um, so we have a website, which is bsfreemd.com and our podcasts are on any major platform like Spotify and iTunes. And we're also, we want people to go and see us and watch us because we're on rumble and we put our podcast interviews up for video. Um, people can watch. So the rumble feed has BS free MD every, as well. every, every Thursday. Thursday. So this, this, this one, today's episode just dropped is Mary for F and Christmas. Yeah. So oh, awesome. So we have, uh, something that we've been doing off and on, uh, from an episode from way back when we started, which is called, uh, we have four F's to give. And it's, it's essentially our kind of principles of life, which is, uh, in order, faith, family, finances and fun and you need all four of those pillars if you want to have a complete life so we applied them to christmas for this episode and uh i, I don't know i think it was pretty good but perspective. it's about perspective and how things can can suck and what's the reason for the season and how we can all including us get hung up on crap that's going on in our lives and and well know. next month think about this for next month's show I would not the Christmas version, but those four things, I would love to have a conversation and we could bring anybody on you want um, or nobody, just us. But it would be interesting to hear your four F's and and let people kind of think through that for the new year. That would be actually pretty, pretty appropriate as we have a new year. So if we're going to reprioritize, 
where are you going to put what you're going to put in what order and how are you going to do that? Because, yeah, I think faith has to go at the top, especially anymore, because it's so, so difficult, um, you know, and, and who else are you going to trust in? But you guys, you should think about I really like that as a topic. I think yeah. that would be super fun. We'd love to do that. I mean, we've spoke to the other people on podcast before and have it in our episodes from way, way, way back. But yeah, no, be, I think I could, well, actually it she needs to make it a book. Oh, I like how he's pointing at me. Well, <laughs> yeah. You're the writer. That's the life change for 23. I thought the leprechaun in the orange Santa outfit was pointing at you. <laughs> Go take care of that, will you? Yeah, I'm never going to let you live that one down. Uh, All right, but, guys, thanks again. That was really fun. And it did give me, I, I think you gave some good advice to a lot of people. And people can go back to episode, it's 57, where we did talk with Corey from Redefining Strength. That's episode 57, where we were going to hit on all the things that we talked about today and in, in more detail if they want to hear that one on our podcast. Um, and then, yeah, we look forward there, to seeing you and Merry Christmas There's lots of episodes on working out, on, yeah. on diet, on right. several. But, so I put that in the comments right yeah, there. So perfect. everybody will be able to see it and they can go in there and find it. Great. Well, Merry right, Christmas guys, hey, to you and everybody. You're my, you're my last show till Christmas. So Merry Christmas, you guys. I yes, hope Santa here. brings you that bag of hair down the chimney. Oh, God, that is so gross. Is so, <laughs> so gross. If, you know what? I, I pray to God for you, Tim, that if my, my wife likes you a lot, but if she finds that bag of hair, I didn't even tell her it's coming. So that's like a secret. But if it shows up, um, and she opened it up. She would be disgusted. She goes, Rick, who are your friends? <laughs> you can't hang out with those people anymore. <laughs> They're weird. All right. See you guys later. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. All right. So again, you guys, um, BS free MD. And as you can see there, well, there's a little BS, but it's more fun. But the actual information, they don't they don't hold back and they're going to tell you what, you know, what they really believe and what they think. And isn't that what we're all looking for right now is uh, the truth. I was talking to a business manager um, about some of the things that I do. And he said, Rick, you know, because um, I was kind of having a down day, you know, and, and he says, Rick, the thing that you have that, that not many people have, and you have to remind yourself of this is you have credibility and you speak the truth. And that's what people are looking for. And I think if all of us keep doing that and keep bringing on people who do speak the truth, um, you, we're going to be uh, uh, we're going to be OK. We're going to be fine. And the man who was actually telling me that is uh, Mark Herbert, who's the director over at Albert Taylor. This is so weird. And he's also talking about how to make your life a little better uh, by working at Albert Taylor. Listen to this. This ties in so well with what we were just talking about that what this kind of work offers you is an opportunity to see things from a very, very different perspective. It's something that you will build into your portfolio of life skills and life experiences that will change your outlook, I think, frankly, for the rest of your life. I know that sounds very dramatic, but I think that I think it really is. I think it is very, very real. We are demonstrating that we value this work, not just with words, but also economically and all being able to provide to people a, a place that you can you can make a decent living and, and you can do something that is not only important and meaningful, but you can also provide for your family as well. And so as you go out there and what I, what I would say to, especially to young people, look at your next steps is, is look at what 
look at what the pandemic should have taught you is that life is very fragile. Things are very fragile and you're going to be out there and you're going to be working for a long time. And so what I would suggest to you is, is choose work that is, that is meaningful. Uh, when you look at it, don't just look at, you know, don't just look at how much money you can make and all those things, but also look at what kind of a legacy am I going to leave? Am I going to make a difference? So again, that's Albert Taylor. You can go on their website and just hit the uh, jobs and it'll explain everything you need to know. I think it really is important, like as we go into this, uh, what's supposed to be a tough year um, economically, that we're supporting um, businesses and people that agree with us. Um, I, I've never even thought that before, but I think it's it's now the time. If somebody is brave enough to go out and have a message like Dr. Bratlin, um, those are the people, If you, I don't know which who your dentist is, but I bet your dentist is not as outspoken as Dr. Bratlin. And if you like what he has to say, um, those those are our clients. Those are the people you need to sponsor. So here's Dr. Bratlin's commercial. It's me, but it's, you know. Dancer. The midterm elections did not turn out the way many of us had hoped. So what can we do about it? Support local businesses that prioritize freedom of speech, tougher crime laws, and values that support a healthy community, not the same old song and dance that's gotten us nowhere. Even though my wife and I moved to Montana, we still come back to Eugene to see Dr. Michael Bratlin at Chris Dental. He says what he believes and puts his money where his values are by supporting those brave enough to push for change. And best of all, he and his team are just awesome. So if you've been thinking about changing dentists or you just don't have one, you need to go to Chris Dental. Call them today and they'll do their best to see you today. All right. And this, as we said, this is our last show till Christmas uh, since it's coming up this weekend. So I wish you all a Merry Christmas and hope your families are well. Um, and then the New Year's coming up. We will have a show on the 26th, which is Monday. Uh, we're going to be at George and Violet's um, over in Springfield, a steakhouse, talking with them. Uh, that should be entertaining, especially right after Christmas. And then we're taking that week off. I'm going to uh, San Diego with my wife to see my kid and his new bride and their family. Uh, we're going to meet some in-laws. And so we're going to be there for a week. I'll be doing some live stuff on Facebook. You'll be still seeing stuff on our website and that kind of thing. Um, then we'll be back on the 4th um, or the 3rd or 4th. I can't remember. Um, what is it? The fourth. We'll be back on the fourth, uh, starting all over with all kinds of new content, new people running into lots of people in Montana. You're going to have a lot more people stories coming up because we got some ice fishing, uh, an ice fishing derby. I even found horse skiing where people ski behind horses in Butte, Montana. <laughs> I am not kidding you. All right. Merry Christmas and uh, share this on your page so other people see it. And I will see you on Monday after Christmas.